The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is having their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ryan Hill. That is your host, Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? Doing excellent. Uh, slightly hungover, you know, I stayed up too late celebrating, celebrating some shit. Um, so yeah, I slept through all the, uh, all, the, all the soccer. I usually like to wake up at uh, 6.30 a.m. on Saturdays, watch the Bundesliga, Syria, all, all that shit, but I uh, slept through it all and woke up to a bright sunny day. It's currently 24 degrees Celsius here, which is uh, very warm for an April in BC. Um, yeah, I had a great day, got some groceries, did some laundry, and uh, working on some NFL stuff. Uh, already already spending too much, tying up way too much money on stuff that won't cash for like nine months, but whatever. <laughs> money's burning up burning a hole in my accounts i guess you could say and uh it's gotta it's gotta be spent um yeah yeah great day here and then uh looking forward to some hockey which bases off in uh 45 minutes or so so yeah what about you what, what what's your day been like yeah i mean we, we finished recording last night probably like what 2 a.m my time so i also had a quite, quite the hangover this morning waking up tough waking up slept in pretty good but you know hair of the dog gets get, get you right back to it yeah, I'm I'm doing good. I um a little bit delirious, a little bit uh celebratory last night. So, you know, it was a good podcast. So, but I I do want to address what what you said about me betting the uh, betting an over first period and under in the game. I completely agree with what you said regarding pay, you're paying the juice twice there. But like, what would you ideally do? Would you like just play the over one and a half in the first period, and then if that hits, bet the under? Because then what happens if you bet the over one and a half and it's a zero zero game to start? Would you bet under under four and a half? That depends on on how much you like the under still. Uh, sure. Uh, if you if you like the under to begin with, I don't see why that changes anything. If anything, it makes you like the under more. Just because uh yeah, if you if you only need five goals going forward, but uh the, you already went through a whole period with no goals. So uh I, yeah, I, I would do I would do it that way. I would bet the over in the first period and then the live bet the under regardless what happens if unless uh the first period changes your mind on something uh if you know it's something or the odds aren't as uh, good as you would expect um but yeah the thing is with with that bet that you're talking about is you're basically working against yourself you're you're like as the i don't mind your as first... much with the uh, under six and a half it was like if it's under five and a half definitely not if it's under six it's kind of kind of cagey but i think under six and a half you can still have two goals in the first period, especially with how the lightning play in the third period of close games. No, it doesn't matter because as, as the better your first bet does, the worse your second bet does in, in the, in the parlay. Um, you're, I hope, you're I hope like it's a one, one game game tonight. So we can see what, what the total is after one period. I hope it's like a, a two goals late in the first and, and we see what it is. Yeah. I mean, I think there, there's, there's good points on both sides. No, I'm, I only have, I'm, I have the only good point here. Um, <laughs> Cause yeah, 
you need then, then you have to be intently watching the game and then like m- making sure you're live betting which yeah I, I normally do but like the listeners and, and betters don't don't always do no i'm telling you why it's a bad bet because the over one and a half if you, you basically just need two goals if it's three goals then you're fucked basically uh because your 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 bet your live bet would be way better so uh if you want you could do the exact goals in the first period two goals would be better than what you're suggesting because uh mm, yeah that that's a good that's a good call there cuz uh just think about it like there there could be four or five goals in the first period you never know with this shit and uh that totally screws your second bet but mean means your first bet was great but it doesn't matter because you're going to lose it anyway because of uh, uh the other leg of their parlay and uh yeah like uh, I'm not a math guy but that that's uh, how it was explained to me like um uh like uh the example I was given a while back was a uh, teasers where if you um no, oh, no. How did it go? Uh, basically, you don't want to, you don't want to tease. Fuck it, I don't remember the works, but it's basically the same principle: is that you don't want to have like these bets working against yourself. Like, I, if your one bet is successful, you want it to be as successful as possible, and uh, because that that means that you made a good bet. But in your case, it means that your other bet is toast, which destroys uh, I mean, the whole if, value. If, it, of the first if it's bet. two goals or if it's five goals, it's still a win. That's still a success. I'm not laddering over two and a half and over three and a half. I'm just taking over one and a half. I, I, I agree in the regular season, don't do it. But in the, in the playoffs, especially with a team like the Lightning that has only scored four goals in the third period, allowed seven, like scoring has gone down in, in those games. So it's it's not a great bet on my, on my part, but I don't see, I mean, it's going to be rare where the over. It's negatively correlated and you're not getting enough juice for the effort. You're you're showing me the plus three forty. That's oh, not I'm not I'm, I'm not parlaying it. I'm just two separate bets. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the. Oh no, the the parlay I, I threw I threw in the Discord was kind of just to just to poke some poke some fun at you, but just to, just to needle needle you a little bit. No, but uh, two separate bets. I, I I can't. They shouldn't both lose, and there's a chance they both win. But I do understand what you're saying. Uh, you're just you just I this is uh ex- expressive or uh, indicative of your personality or uh your, your betting profile where, where you always need to have like action on both sides that's why you always uh bet the plus two and a half live when you bet the other side to begin with it's like uh you can't stand to lose a bet or something you always <laughs> gotta have oh we gotta we gotta middle this so like we gotta hedge um but yeah this is the same kind of thing where you're, you're basically betting two sides of the, the, the same thing um but uh yeah anyway we can move on fair enough yeah um if you didn't listen to the Friday night show, I recommend you go back and listen to it. Saturday morning show. I mean, by the time it got published, I think it was 3 a.m. Eastern time. So uh, you can subscribe to the Hockey Only podcast wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Um, follow in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. And yeah, that that was uh, the main main sticking point in my head from, from last night's podcast. But uh, this, this show, I mean, not much more to update to talk about. There ha- haven't been any games. There haven't really been any line movements, I don't think, for Sunday's games. We're going to get, get, get together, talk about some some Smythe futures, maybe talk about the uh, the futures of the teams that have moved on, how, how we like um, them to go. But before that, um, we are brought to you by Shady Rays. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. 
durable frames, and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And if you lose your break repair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. So wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. All right, let's get uh, right into these these cons to my thoughts here. Um, figure we're recording here a half hour before this this least lightning game starts. So, I mean, the lightning could be eliminated by then. We ha- could have a, a game seven uh, force by the time you listen to this. But so for, for the for the Leafs right now, the best odds I can find them to to win the cup are um, plus nine fifty. And there are two leading guys for for the Consmith on FanDuel. Uh, they have Matthews at 19 to one and Marner at 20 to one. Um, are you looking at either of those guys? Or are you looking at maybe a maybe a uh, wild card there? Uh, at this point, I would I would still back Marner. I've been on him uh, all all series long, I guess. In terms of um, I think that he's the best player on the Leafs, and uh, he's got more points than Matthews, but Matthews has more goals, but uh, like I said yesterday, uh, Matthews hasn't exactly been uh, dominating, whereas Marner always always gives the, the effort there. He plays on the penalty kill as well. So, yeah, I, I value Marner more, and I think that he's uh, the more clutch performer, I think, overall. Um, slightly interested in Samsonov just because of the price, 90-1, to 1, which is uh, pretty wild. Um but uh, he's going to need to play a lot better than he has uh, played so far in this series. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the, you, you get the goaltender on the winning team uh, at, at that 85, 95 to 1, then uh, you're you're in pretty good shape, even with uh, a slow start to the, the postseason. But, um, yeah, it's hard to trust him, but it's just <laughs> totally because of the price. Um, but uh, between Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner, uh, Kimmy Marner, he's just a better player. Been a better player all series, all season long, and all series long. So uh, yeah, Matthews might have the more um, highlight reel goals, whatever. But uh, Marner is the better player, and hopefully the voters are able to recognize that and uh, reward him accordingly. Yeah, we we talked about this before the series. We talked about it through the series. It's, uh, it's just the narrative, I think, unless. Marner completely outplays or outpoints Matthews, which he has so far, 11 points to, to eight. Matthews does have the four goals to Marner's two, however. Yeah, they're they're both pretty much equal, double what the cup odds are. So, I mean, you could just sprinkle smaller on, on each of them, and there's a tiny bit of value there. There you go again. Versus... There you go again. Sprinkle each. Uh, or just, no, or just, just take, pick just one. Take... Pick one. Otherwise, you might as well just bet the least win the cup. No, it could be say. fucking Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley has been awesome, too. I was trying to if find he him. He, it up, he's he's, he's not win. listed here. That's weird. Um, yeah, yeah, don't, don't bet both. Just bet with just bet least win the yeah, cup. P- p- pick one though. I I I think it's Matthew still nineteen to one. I think that the narrative play is, is if the Leafs win it, it's gonna gonna be him. But um for the Lightning, I don't have anyone written down here. I'm not sure what they are to win the cup. To win the cup, uh, there you can get forty five to one. Um, their top guy, I would assume, would be uh, Vasilevsky is one twenty to one. Maybe not. Uh, points one ten to one. Kucherov's hundred to one. Stamkos two fifty to one. I mean, any of those you can't go wrong with. I don't. I don't think if you think the Lightning can can pull it out. Uh, 
Headman two fifty one too. Yeah, Headman would be uh, the only one I'd look at to be honest. Yeah, there's too many options for the Lightning right now, and Vasilevsky hasn't been Vasilevsky we've seen in previous years. Maybe he'll still turn around. He had a good game five, but uh, still, it's it's hard to trust him. But 120 to one is pretty wild. So I don't hate that. Obviously, they got to win the next two games, yeah. so that's why it's so high. So, uh, yeah, I leaned to Vasilevsky. And what did you say Pedman was? 250 to 1? 250 to 1. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, I like that. I mean, uh, he's good playing hurt and all that, but he's still an effective force in the ice. So, 250 to 1 on Hedman. Uh, that'll obviously be a lot different if the uh, Lightning win tonight. So, this is a very stale content. But <laughs> yes. Whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. At this point, I would, I would take Hedman over anyone else on the Lightning. Um, yeah, the, the the Lightning's depth has been the the, the bear, their better players so far, especially uh, Nick Paul, uh, Anthony Sorelli. Yeah, Sorelli, Hagel has been a great second line for them. Yeah, for sure, dominating the Leafs on that uh, part of the part of the game. Um, yeah, so Vasilevsky and Hedman, I guess. But uh, <laughs> like I said, it's going to be stale content. They'll yeah. be way different, or they'll be off the board entirely when mm-hmm. you listen to this. Yeah, let's keep the uh, stay all as a, an hour longer shelf life for the eight o'clock game tonight is Devils Rangers. Um, my sheet here, Devils. You can get at um, eleven to win, eleven to one to win the cup. You can get Jack Hughes at thirty to one. That's probably who I would look at, and who you pointed out last night. Uh, Timo Meyer is eighty to one. Uh, talk, talk, talk us through that. He's already moving down. We were uh, moving lines here. We had him at a hundred to one, didn't we? Um, yeah, yeah, like I said last night. Uh, oh, he he is still 100 to 1 on DraftKings. I was looking at FanDuel. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Hedman's 90 to 1 on, on DraftKings, too. That's that's huge value on FanDuel. Yeah, the, 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 the cons, my thoughts are all over the place, <laughs> as you would expect uh, with such a, um illiquid market where a $15 bat can change lines. So <laughs> that, that explains the, the difference in uh, some of these numbers here between books. Uh, but yeah, Timo Meyer. He's been uh, effective in terms of his two-way play in the series. Like you were saying yesterday, he's uh, got a strong respect for goals four, mm-hmm. even though he hasn't uh, got a point yet. So I expect that to regress positively. So yeah, 101 if you can get that on Timo Meyer. That that that's what I'd look at for the Devils. I know Jack Hughes has had a series. He's coming into his own. He's playing better and better every game. So uh, he's probably the the rightful favorite here. All of them. He's not the favorite, according to uh, some books. They have uh, a curious Schmidt over him, which is total nonsense. Um, he's not going to play like he has uh, the rest of the playoffs. So I, I wouldn't, I won't waste your money on anything under fifty to one. Fifty to one, you can maybe tempt me into Kira Schmidt, but uh, anything under that, uh, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I'm so seeing thirty-eight to one is the best for him. He's twenty to one on DraftKings, which is, is insane. Yeah, yeah, way too short. Um, so yeah, Jack Hughes is he should be the favorite. Um, he he's been a baller. So, yeah, Jack Hughes, Timo Meyer, be my looks for the Devils. Mm. Um, you got for the Rangers there. Rangers. They can, they can pull this out. Yeah, if they could pull this out, I like uh, Adam Fox, 85 to 1. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a bucket full of points, though. So, the power play is slowed down entirely, and the, the 5 of 5 play is slowed to a crawl. They, they got like one or two goals in the past three games. It's pretty wild. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he's he's it's got to go through him the the Rangers offense, especially on the power play. So I like that at that number. Um, Sturkin is uh he's been okay. He's let in a couple shaky goals, but uh, he's still playing well. So at fifty to one, Sturkin is is looking good. 
Um, it's hard to see anyone else, really. I mean, Kreider has some uh, power play goals early on, but he's slowed down a lot as well. So I think it's going to be Shesterkin or Fox if you're looking at Rangers. Even even tomorrow, if, if they uh, win tonight, I think that those numbers are still going to be better. Yeah, I think Shesterkin would probably be, be my play because if they if the Rangers do end up winning the Cup, I think it's going to be on, on the back of him. I mean, he had a, a shaky first round last year against the Penguins and kind of settled in through Eastern Conference Final there. So Shesterkin 50-1, to 1, I mean, 35-1 to 1 on DraftKings right now might come, might come down a bit if, if they win tonight. But I still think that that's a good look there. Um, and the night game tonight, uh, Oilers, Kings, Oilers, obviously you have McDavid and, and Drysaddle, the two main guys there. They're, they're plus 650 to win the cup. McDavid is plus 850 for the Consmith. Drysaddle is 15 to one. Once again, I, I just think a narrative play here with, with Connor McDavid, but Drysaddle has, has 10 points to McDavid's eight. McDavid has not been scoring kind of like a, a similar, you know, Marner Matthews here thing here with them, but Drysaddle is better than than Marner is. Drysaddle might be one of the most underrated players in the league just because he plays with with Connor McDavid. So I don't think you can go wrong with either of them there. Um, I think Drysaddle is probably the better play at, at fifteen to one. If Drysaddle plays like he has uh, the first five games and scores as much as he has, he's going to win. But it's not going to happen like that. Uh, McDavid is going to get his his uh, points. His goals, it's just uh, because the Kings are really keying on him. Um, Philip Deneau is probably maybe the best two-way forward after uh, Bergeron. Not even two-way, just like defensive forward in the way that he's able to match up with a guy. Um, I mentioned this a few times before, but McKinnon in an interview said that uh, Deneau was uh, the player he he liked playing against the least. Uh, he hated playing against Deneau, and that was back when he was in Montreal. Now, now he's in the West. Uh, Slowing down these these uh, superstars here, and uh, no different with Connor McDavid. And uh, my uh, my point is, if the Kings uh, fall down and the Oilers advance, it's going to open up a lot for McDavid. He, like the Knights, they don't have someone like uh, Philip Deneau. They don't have someone like Anze Kopitar who are able to to really affect him. And uh, so I think McDavid is going to have his best games are ahead of him. Um, yeah. He, but you could see when he's on the power play, he's still the same player. They're just not able to to key on him as much. So, yeah, Leon Drysdale is is uh, having an historical um, season. I mean, he's been great historically as well in terms of his playoff performances. He's always been great, even on one leg in the last two series uh, last year. Um, but uh, yeah, a healthy Drysdale in the playoffs is a, is a scary prospect to face. But uh, at the same time, and it's Connor McDavid's year. Uh, he's going to win the heart by a mile and, um, yeah, the, the voters are going to be, uh, impacted by that as well as by his, uh, playoff success here. And, uh, he, he will get his points. He will get free against, uh, weaker teams, teams that don't have the likes of fifth and all. So yeah, that's, that's the, the narrative is ma- massively on Connor McDavid's side. If try settle, if he scores like this, like I said, then, then yeah, he'll win, but I don't expect him to keep outpacing McDavid at this rate at least so that's why I still think McDavid is the the rifle favorite here and uh don't look at anyone else because there's nobody else uh, who's gonna win the con Smythe on the Oilers yeah I mean yeah I mean, that, that's probably what to do is just McDavid plus 850 and the Kings they don't really I don't think they have a chance of, of winning the cup they have to win tonight and then again game seven on uh Monday who would even be, be their guy uh Kempe 190 to one uh 
Corpus Allo, 180 to one, Copertar 190 to one. I don't think there's, I don't think there's any, any value there. I don't think there's a chance of them winning the cup, to be honest. Where's Drew Doughty, 250 to one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's probably going to be, yeah, Corpus Allo has got to play out of his mind the rest of the playoffs. So, yeah, you got to go with the goalie here. I think the the Kings are too spread out in terms of their talent. They, I mean, can't be at 41 goals this year, so maybe we're not paying enough credit. But still, I, I think that there's a, a bunch of different players that can pop up for the Kings. So it's hard to pick one of them here. Uh, you can sprinkle a few of them if you think that they're going to make it out of the first round, um, which, uh, you know, more stale content. You're not going to be able to do that, according to my advice. But uh, in theory, you know, th- th- this could be useful for uh, future future uh, games. Um, if you think that uh, a team's going to come back from a 3-2 deficit in the series, then uh, you take some of these long shots. 190, 250 to 1, why not? If you think they're going to win two games in a row, then th- those prices will go plummeting down. And they'll be like in the 50s, 60s. So, yeah, just a, a bit of uh, evergreen content there for once. <laughs> um but yeah, uh, Corpus Allo will be the only one at this point that I would really consider. Maybe Dowdy, 250 to one. Uh, he's still playing at a high level-ish, and uh, he's he's got the the face, the brand, the narrative on his side, I guess. Um, but Corpus Allo is the only realistic one, I think. Yeah, and if you are if you are listening to this before this game starts, and in, in the two hours we haven't published, I mean, I, I would just probably take the Kings to win the Cup at 80 to one at, at Bet Rivers or any Canby book. There's 65 elsewhere. There's a little bit of value there, and I think that's too high for a team that has beaten the Oilers before, and you know they're at home tonight. Um, all right, we have a little bit less stale content for uh, tomorrow's games, but before we get into that, uh, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The NBA and NHL playoffs are here, and what better way to get down on some player prop parlays than over at Underdog Fantasy? Besides daily NHL, NBA, and MLB games, they've also already got NFL best ball drafts with a guaranteed half million in prizes. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, you want to like discuss these games and, and talk about the Consmith gods at God, gods at the end? The gods, the gods. That's why the gods. Yeah, I think that makes the most sense. All right, uh, we, got, we, got, we got two games here on Sunday, two game sevens, uh, kicking off 6.30. At the Florida Panthers, at the Boston Bruins, game itself is in Boston, at the Gardens. Uh, Bruins are minus 230 on the money line. Bruins' puck line is plus 105. Panthers are plus 195 on the money line. Panthers' puck line minus 125. Over-under at 6. Over-paying off minus 120. Under at plus 100. I'll take this one since you got the uh, the Avs game for the later one. As I said last night, I think the Bruins win this game, but I don't think it should be minus 230. I think there's definite value there on the Panthers at plus 195. Um, if you're betting this game in a vacuum, don't have any series bets, don't have any futures, take the Panthers plus 195, try to have some fun, see if they can complete the comeback against, uh, the best team the NHL has seen in quite some time. Um, for a total, gotta, gotta love the over though. Over six minus 120, both of these teams, you know, they can score. Both goalies aren't, aren't playing great. Allmark was, has been shaky since that overtime goal, as you said. So yeah, that might be my only bet for this one is the over six at minus 120. Yeah, I pretty much said the same thing yesterday, but I do remember you saying in the Discord, the Bruins Game 7 is the lock of the year. So that's <laughs> why I was wondering why the hell you're saying there's value on the Panthers last night and then uh, again today. What the hell do you mean by that? There's value on the Panthers. But they're the lock of the year, the Bruins. 
Not at not a minus two thirty. At, at, at oh my word. <laughs> oh my word. Okay. Uh, yeah, what, I, I mean, what, what I say for 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 to to semi troll in the Discord is not is not canon. Okay. Um, yeah, basically echo what you're saying. Anyway, uh, with the Panthers at plus one ninety five. Uh, I mean, obviously they're we talk about them not being a great road team. The Bruins not being the, the best home team in uh, decades, seems like. Um, so it explains this, this high number here, but the Bruins aren't playing like themselves. They're they're letting in uh, weak goals. They're giving up leads. They're not playing at all like they have in the regular season. So uh, you can almost throw it out. Um, Marshawn has talked about playing nervously. We, we can throw out the bug by now. Surely they're healthy. Uh, they're, they're just playing with, with nerves, it seems like. Um, and, uh, of course, I was saying the Panthers are playing their best hockey since the uh, regular season last year. Uh, it's still most of the same team. Um, and added in uh, Matthew Kachuk instead of Huberto. I'll take Kachuk over Huberto in the playoffs all day long. Uh, he's uh, been a rallying force there for that locker room, for the the first line. Uh, yeah, so plus 195, I think, is is the only way I would look in this one. Obviously, uh, again, I bet the over is just uh, neither team are playing great defense. Both teams are uh, are playing elite hockey offensively, especially the Bruins power play. I think it was like three for four on uh, – Friday night. Um, so, yeah, the over six, I would agree with that. And, uh, yeah, I would lean to the Panthers as well. One more thing. I talked about how, uh, you know, by now we have a good idea of what these teams are like. And uh, the market ratings are, are pretty set. So that's why uh, both these games haven't seen any movement whatsoever in the um, 15 or so hours since uh, we stopped recording uh, last night. So that just goes to show that the Market knows that uh, this, this is who these teams are, and uh, they're they're content to leave them as is. There's no heavy action. It, it'll only be injury stuff that'll uh, that'll uh, swing the lines here. Right, uh, you want to mention talk about Smythe guys for, for this one now, or after we talk about the Avs game? Oh, well, let's let's wait. Let's do the the, the shitty Kraken Avs game. All right, the uh, other other game. It's apparently a shitty Kraken Avs game. Is at 9:30 in Colorado. Avalanche are minus 210 on the money line. Avalanche puck line is plus 115. Kraken are plus 180. Uh, over-unders at six. Overpaying off plus 100. Under at minus 120. Will the Avs get it done? Yeah, that's why it's shitty. I don't have much uh, hope in that <laughs> prospect. Uh, the Avalanche are just, uh, they're hurting bad. It's just the story of the whole year. Last year, we were injured too in the regular season. But by the time the playoffs came around, the whole team was healthy and just rolled through uh, basically everybody. And this year, it's it's not been like that. The uh, the, the injuries keep mounting up, uh, even in the postseason. We lost Josh Manson now, and the Trishkins beating up some girls in Seattle hotels or something, and then going to Russia. <laughs> Who knows what the fuck's going on with them? Uh, and uh, so, yeah, it, it's it's all about uh, the big three right now with uh, McKinnon, Ranton, and McCarr. McCarr is also playing through injuries, so he's not 100% clearly. Uh, um, but uh, McKinnon and Ranton have been absolutely phenomenal. Um Probably the two best players, other than Dry Settle in the Western Conference, I would say. Um, just uh, maximum effort, especially in that game six there on a do or die situation, um, playing so much ice time, and that's the way you got to do it against the Kraken, who will beat you with their depth. So you, you got to dominate when you got your stars in the ice, and that's what the Az uh, did there. But, uh, coming back home, 
Um, you know, the Avalanche won the cup last year. Hopefully that experience uh, will calm them down. It'll be the Kraken, the new boys who are nervous. Um, not a ton of playoff experience. Obviously got Yanni Gord there. Uh, um, who else is uh, Vince Dunn, obviously a, a proven winner. But uh, still a lot of new blood there that uh, need to be broken in. Uh, Krupar, I guess, he won the cup. Then he has a backup uh, with the Capitals. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Burkowski, I think. Of course, he he won the cup last year. Did you say Swartz? He won it with the Blues, right? Oh yeah, man, man. Okay, never mind. The Kraken are full of uh, winners there. Is Burkowski even playing? I, I haven't even seen him. I don't. Th- I think he's out. I, yeah. I was, I was gonna say, did did, did Dave Hackstall win, win the uh, championship in, in college? Oh, I have no idea. Um, yeah, Burkowski. I haven't seen him at all, so I'm guessing he's out. And Jared McCann, of course, is is out as well. Uh, with McCard beating him up pretty good. Um, yeah, you gotta love Makar saying like he's never been specifically booed before in, in, in his whole entire playing career. Yeah, that, that makes sense because he's a uh, you know he's like the he's a clean squeaky squeaky clean boy. Exactly, boy good there, yeah. good old boy from um, Calgary. Um, so yeah, my value here is with the crack, and even even saying all that at plus one eighty, uh, great road team. Great five and five team, and there will be fewer penalties here in a game seven. You expect, I mean, obviously this isn't as true as it was in, you know, three, four years ago where referees just refused to call anything, but the, it'll still be fewer penalties than a typical game. So uh, that, that favors the Kraken with the Avalanche unable to get the, you know, the, the Avalanche power play has been absolute shit all, all series long, though. So it, maybe, maybe not. I don't think they like one goal. Um, so yeah, that, that might not even be a, a, a big advantage for the Kraken the way that the Avalanche power play has been uh, so far. I mean, Makar, a lot of that has to do with Makar and uh, his um, injury because he's not playing at all like like himself. He's not snapping the puck around. He's failing to keep the puck in. And his wrist, wrist shots there from the point uh, lack a bit of zip. And, uh, of course, that's another thing where we miss Landeskog because Landeskog is so good tipping the puck in. And uh, that's what Makar does. He flips it towards the net and then last goggers tips it in but uh only joe Pavelski does it better so uh that, that's a missing element of the attack of the avalanche so yeah lean to the crack in here no feel for the total guess i lean to the under but uh, who the fuck knows um yeah cracking plus 180 would be the, the the only the only lean here uh for me but uh, hopefully uh hopefully it's a wrong lean leaning in the, the wrong direction lean over a cliff and the avalanche uh, roll on <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much agree with most of what you said there. Very similar to the, the Bruins game, where I think the, I mean, the favorite obviously should win. They're minus 200, minus 210 for a reason, but I think there's value on the Kraken, plus 180. They don't have pressure on them. It's all pressures on the Avs. Um, you mentioned their their guys that they have. Uh, I might look might look at a, at a Kraken to score first. They've scored first in all six games so far, outscoring the Avs 7-4 in the first period, but then getting outscored 8-5 and 6-3 in the uh, second and third periods there. So maybe look for a uh, Kraken to score first and then get a live bet on the Avs, something like that. And yeah, the Avs only have, they have one power play goal and one shorthanded goal so far in, in this series. So power play has, has not been up, up to snuff there. And I, I do think game seven is is like playoff overtime where there's not going to be anything called unless it's completely blatant, or at least that's that's what I hope there. So hopefully for the sake of my bets, the, the Avs do end up winning this, but I, I do lean, I, I guess to the under as well, under six minus 120, both, both goalies have been playing better with Grubauer actually remembering how to play how to play goalie, and I think the Kraken plus 180 are a good good sprinkle good sprinkle play there. 
All right, so Con Smythe guys for the Bruins here. Um, you can get the Bruins to win the cup at four to one at FanDuel. Uh, you got Pasternak fifteen to one, Allmark nineteen to one, uh, Taylor Hall forty to one, Bergeron sixty five to one, and McAvoy eighty five to one. I know you've talked up McAvoy before. Uh, who else catches your eye there? Um, Bergeron at sixty five to one is 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 all right. I don't know. Obviously, he missed a few games in the series, but uh, he's he's still the captain of the team, and uh, he's 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 got a couple goals, a couple points in the series already. So uh, yeah, Bergeron sixty five to one is a a good price there to grab, and um, yeah, Charlie McAvoy eighty five to one is uh, even better. Um, this this guy's the real deal, playing hard, doesn't have uh, all the points yet, but they'll come. Leads the power play one unit. Um, yeah, I quite like McAvoy, 85 to one. I want I want to go with the the shorter odds guys because uh, they can lose this game. They're only minus 230, so uh, I wouldn't be you know taking just the 15 or 19 right now. I would look at the uh, the longer odds guys because those are going to fall a lot more. Um, yeah, uh, depending on what happens, of course, Pasternak could score three goals and suddenly he's the favorite ahead of McDavid. <laughs> but uh, that said, I don't think that that's likely. So uh, 85 to one for McAvoy, Bergeron 65 to one would be the way I would uh, play the Bruins here. Uh, interesting, uh, Swayman 45 to one. Maybe he gets in the net <laughs> and uh, maybe takes over the net, and then uh, suddenly that looks a lot better than Allmark at 19 to one. Uh, we don't know exactly what the Bruins are going to do for the goalie situation. I don't think anyone, unless uh, someone's come out and said Allmark is confirmed. Checking left wing lock right now. Um, only only Bob is confirmed for tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still indecisive there. So Slayman uh, 45 to 1. And 100 to 1 if he on comes in, 100 to 1 on drafting. Yeah. Okay. 100 to 1. Slayman, if he comes in, plays, and wins the game, he's going to be way down the list in terms mm-hmm. of odds. Uh, so yeah, 100 to 1 for Slayman. Would be a, a little look. Like I want to, I want to bet these these big long shots. I don't want to, I don't want to just take the 15 to 19 to one now when they they, they they lose one game and it's out and those bets are toast. So uh, yeah, give me give me small sprinkles on these uh, long shots. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Pasta at 15 to one and uh, Allmark at, at 19 to one are pretty good when you consider at over at, over at DraftKings, Pasta is 750 and Allmark is uh, yeah. 15. So you, you got to shop around for these. Those are terrible. 15 to one is better. Yeah, Bergeron. I put puck box on him at forty to one on DraftKings. I'd happily take him at sixty-five to one. I think narrative and people don't care about the first round as much. You know, if he goes out, goes out with, with a cup with a Conn Smythe, it's a good, good way for him to retire there. I think it's a good narrative. Yeah, Swayman a hundred to one, especially if he if he plays on Sunday. And I, I already have pasta for a little bit, but I think if if you're not in yet and you want him, I think fifteen to one, you're not going to get better than that. But you do have to factor in that they do still have to beat the uh, Panthers on Sunday. Uh, Panthers, Con Smythe. I have to imagine it would be Kachuk. I'm seeing 55 to one for him. Um, Bobrovsky, maybe he's at 100 to one, but I, I would have to think it was a uh, 210 to one for Bobrovsky on Fanduel. So, but yeah, I think Kachuk 55 to one is really their only hope. 210 to one is uh, still too short for Bobrovsky. He's not winning <laughs> Con Smythe. <laughs> Uh, even when he wins games, he's not What's exactly Mon- good. Montour is two ten to one. He's been he's been good. Nah, that's not happening either. It's going to be Kitchuk or Barkov. Barkov at ninety five to one is all right, but uh, I'm still leading heavily towards Kitchuk. I know Barkov's the captain, but uh, Kitchuk's the you know, the real leader, the real face, the, the visible guy to the media. So uh, yeah, he's already got an overtime winner 
And, uh, yeah, he's, he's been dominating play. Uh, yeah, like Kachuk 55-1. If you like the Panthers to win it all, uh, what are their cup odds here? They're I probably, see uh, probably only like 30, 30? 30, 35 to 1 is the best. 35? Yeah. yeah. See, I like Kachuk at 55 a lot better than Florida at uh, 35. So Because I, I think it's very likely that if the Panthers win the cup, Kachuk's going to win the con Smythe. So, uh, yeah, I'd rather take the 55 again. Long shot just because uh, one game and, the, and your bet is toast if they lose the one game. So uh, you don't want to be uh, taking those shorter prices when you can get uh, better ones. Obviously, that's true of every bet, but uh, especially in a, a case like this where, um, uh, yeah, you're just uh, depending on a team to win one game and then um, all these bets are toast. So, yeah, you, you guys know what I'm saying. We got smart listeners here. Yeah. Uh, and then for for uh, Seattle Avs, um, Seattle I'll just go with them first. They're sixty-five to one to win the cup. You can get Grubauer at a hundred to one, or um, I think Schwartz is also there. But I think if if they somehow win it, it'll be Grubauer, right? Uh, totally out in the crack, and they're not winning the cup anyway, so okay, it's yeah. totally pointless. I, I, I agree. All right. Um, <laughs> I mean. You know, to be fair to them, they have uh, awesome depth, and that's exactly what you need in the playoffs. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm not a believer in in. I mean, Vince Dunn has has been playing lights out. Maybe he is a true number one D. But uh, yeah, without Jared McCann, we're, we don't know his status. That's uh, 40 goals out of the lineup. Uh, I think he had 40 goals, right? Something like that. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that that's a big loss. Um, you know, Burakovsky apparently, <laughs> who knows what's going on with him? Maybe he's a uh, yeah. Uh, part of the same. Uh, um, he's with Nuke. Hotel. Yeah, he's with Nuke, uh, beating up girls in Seattle. Um, yeah, Kraken are. Uh, I mean, they're a feisty team, but uh, I, I still fancy the Stars quite a bit against them. And then they'd have to go against uh, likely the Oilers or Knights, unless the Kings get in there. I mean, the, the West is still wide open, but it's, when you're looking at odds, I would rather take the Kraken to win the Cup. What are they at? Do you have it in front of me? I do have it in front of me here. Pull up a tab. Uh, 65 to 1. Yeah. See, I'd rather have that a lot more than any of these players because it could be any one of them. Like, like the voters are probably going to put like uh, they'll have different cards for every single every single voter will have a different card. <laughs> yeah. One guy will have Gruber, One guy will have uh, Jaden Schwartz. Another guy will have Yanni Gordon. Another guy will have Yanni. Uh, Yanni Gordon. Vince, Vince um. So yeah, it'll be it'll be a wild con Smythe uh, race if the Kraken win the cup. So I think I did this as a puck buck, right? Puck buck bet the Kraken win the cup. Is that what you did? I think so. Sixty-five to one is just crazy odds. <laughs> if they need, they just need to win one game and then uh, they get to go against the the Stars and, and they're beatable. But in terms of the con Smythe shit, uh, no, no thanks. Uh, it could be any one of them. It could be the five, six, seven different guys. So I'm not I'm not betting on a bunch of different fucking losers. Uh, on the off chance that the Kraken win the cup, just do the 65 to one for Seattle if uh, if you think they can do it. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's there's there's no way that there you can find you can identify one guy over all the others. I I, I would stake Grubauer to 100 to one. I think I think I think their their depth and if 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 somehow a miracle happens and and they win the cup, I think Grubauer is definitely going to be in the conversation. But that's not going to happen. Much more likely is. Um, the Avs to win the cup, they're at 10 to 1. Uh, you can get McKinnon 20 to 1, Ranton in 22 to 1. Anyone else uh, on your radar there? Yeah, it's basically going to be Ranton or McKinnon. Um, 
unless McCarr like magically heals up and plays like he did last year, it's going to be McKinnon and Ranton in there. They're just the, uh, the workhorses. They're showing up uh, in the clutch. Obviously, we saw that in Game Six, especially uh, just uh, carrying the whole team, especially Ranton. And Ranton has been uh, the best player for the Avs all year long, and that's continued into the playoffs. So yeah, Ranton in 22, 25 to one. That's that's the guy. I would look at, but once again, you know, one one loss here, and then the bet is toast. So it, it's not a strong play for me, uh, considering, especially considering his odds were about the same going into the playoffs. So now, of course, he's got like six goals and a bunch of points, but uh, he's also one game away from being eliminated. So uh, I would I would stay away from the the abs guys at this point. Um, although, of course, if they win the game, it'll, it'll be a lot shorter. So we will see, but. Uh, no, I'm not too interested in, in back in the Avs guys right now either. All right. Uh, then we have the three teams that have moved on. You have any any uh, preference which order we go with uh, Dallas, Vegas, and Carolina? Dealer's choice. All right. In my chart here, I got the Stars first. They are 9-1 to one to win the Cup. You can get Rupe Hintz at 27-1, to one, Jake Ottinger at 29-1, to one, and Robertson at 32-1. to one. Um, I, I would think it has to be Ottinger at 29 to one. He's, he was insane against the wild. And I think that's how they're going to be carried if they end up making a run. Yeah. Yeah. He's the only one I would look at, uh, Rupert Hintz. I think he leads all players in terms of the point mm-hmm. tally. So uh, that, that's pretty wild, especially against the wild who are uh, not allowing a lot of goals. in. so it, it's basically all hints. It's all hints. <laughs> the all stars offense is Rupe hints. Um, Jason Robertson hasn't exactly been uh, shining yet, though he did get a goal in game six. But uh, yeah, there's only one guy for the stars if they win the, the cup. Um, that's Jake Ottinger, uh, best goalie of the playoffs so far by uh, some distance. I think I mean, maybe you can make the argument for Kira Schmidt, but he's only played three games as opposed to Ottinger six. So yeah, give, give me Ottinger all day long here. Uh, much rather bet. Ottinger to win the Conn Smythe and Stars to win the Cup at only plus 800. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> huge difference there. Uh, Ottinger 29 to one is uh, the absolute uh, probably the best Conn Smythe bet to be honest, in, especially in terms of the difference between the uh, Stanley Cup odds and uh, the Conn Smythe odds. Yeah, it's worth mentioning that that uh, 29 to one is at FanDuel at DraftKings. He is 15 to one, which is probably more in line with with what he should be there. Um, yeah. let, me ch- let me check what he is here on MGM. He's 18 to one. So yeah, I mean, if, if you have FanDuel, go bet Ottinger at 29 to one to win the Conspire. There's no excuse. If you have DraftKings, you can have FanDuel. So uh, no, I think, no I think one of the states where uh, Blueberry is in only has DraftKings. I think, is it really? Massachusetts or Vermont? Somewhere Massachusetts. up there. Okay. No, Massachusetts does have FanDuel because I know Berg has, has that. But yeah, well, it's one it's one of the states. They're like, yeah, I only have DraftKings. I'm like, yeah. Interesting. Okay, I take it back. I take it back. You guys have some excuses. <laughs> All right, and then uh, Carolina, they're nine to one to win the cup. Also, the best you can get. Uh, Consmith options: Aho nineteen to one, uh, Natchez at forty to one, Burns fifty five to one. I don't think really either of the goalies have a chance. Uh, what do you think about about the Canes? Nah, once again, it's it's tough with the Canes. Of course, Sebastian Ajo has played uh, awesome in the absence of uh, some of the other guys. He's stepped up, scored a few goals. So, if anyone, I would take uh, Ajo at that 19 to one or so. Uh, but the, it's much like the much like the Kraken. I think that the it's going to be hard to pick one guy. I mean, we we gave out Brent Burns 100 to one. That's still in play. He's uh, down at 55 to one um, at FanDuel. 
So, yeah, I, it's hard to pick with the Canes. I would just uh, back them in the series, back them for the Cup if you're like the Canes. Uh, it's going to be too hard to isolate one of these guys. Uh, you know, now you have Freddie Anderson. He's played one game. Now he's 24 to 1. That doesn't make no <laughs> sense. Um, it could easily be Ranta in, uh, you know, two games from now, whatever. If Freddie has a bad game in one. And Ranta's not hurt, right? He's always fucking hurt, but. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they just put Freddie in because of a uh, Ranta just not being great. I, I, I think so. Yeah, I think that's what it yeah. was. Yeah. Okay. So I would not back Freddie Anderson at 24 to one. That's for sure. Uh, um, I wouldn't back any of the Panther or the Hurricanes really, but if you made me, I would take Aho uh, just because he's he's uh, he's leading the way and uh, he's the only real goal scorer left on the team. So yeah, it's a uh, Aho or nothing. Yeah, Aho leads that team with points. Uh, second is Brent Burns with five. Uh, Aho has seven. So yeah, he's leading at uh, nineteen to one there at FanDuel at DraftKings. He's fourteen to one, and it's New Hampshire that only has uh, DraftKings as a legal sportsbook option. So not uh, not Vermont. Vermont has nothing. Um, all right, then the Golden Losers. Knights. Golden Knights uh, nine to one. Uh, you can be a be a Eichel head at a twenty one to one. You can be a stoner at twenty two to one. I think you're, you're firmly on on the stone camp. Oh yeah, what the fuck? Why is Eichel ahead? Just that doesn't make any sense to me. Give me the captain all day long, Mark Stone, twenty two to one. Uh, he's the real deal. He's a playoff performer. He's got the passion. He's got the experience. He, he uh, has more. He has eight points in five games, and uh, Eichel has five points in five games. So, but why is Stone below him? Uh, it's pure pure name value, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Jack Eichel, he's a superstar, whatever. He got traded in a big deal from Buffalo. Who the fuck cares? Mark Stone is much better than him, especially in the playoffs. Uh, and he clearly is fully healthy. Uh, probably was fully healthy the whole season long. Just uh, that that's what you got to do with your Vegas. You got to cheat a little bit because, uh, you know, your, your, your fucking franchise is a joke. Um, but, yeah, 22 to 1, I love it. Mark Stone. Um, easy con Smythe winner. It's not going to be fucking Laurent Bressois. It's not going to be old man Peter Petrangelo. Uh, and it's not going to be Jack Eichel. It's going to be Mark Stone. No doubt about it. Uh, so, yeah, if you're missing out on some Knights futures, then uh, I would recommend playing Mark Stone instead of their uh, plus 900 or so <laughs> cut price. So, yeah, yeah good. I could be wrong. Could still be Jack Eichel if he just goes on an absolute tear, but I think that that's far less likely than uh, Stone doing what he's done uh, his, his whole playoff career. So, yeah, I, I quite like uh, Stone there at 22-1. to 1. Yeah, I want to go back to the stars here, someone I mentioned, someone I saw before the show at 250-1. to 1. If he comes back, it was a game-time decision for game six, is uh, Joe Pavelski. Mentioned him uh, before the series started, you know, a potential like Justin Williams veteran guy that could get it done. So if he comes back at 250-1, to 1, I, I don't hate that for a dollar or two. Yeah, he's skating, so he should be back for uh, season two at least at some point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, we we said uh, 101 in the first uh, round, so yeah, 250 to one. Uh, that's that's just fine. Like he, same kind of thing as Stone, was a proven playoff performer, someone who hasn't won the cup yet, but uh, probably deserves one over the balance of his play uh, over the course of his career. Um, yeah, I, I I do like that 250 to one for Pavelski. Oh, it looks uh, just got to 7.08 Eastern time in the, in the Con Smythe locked at 7.07 Eastern time. So can't can't get any of these bets in, but the just odds, in time. odds are still there. Yeah. Um, I think that's 
you want to go over these these teams? How we think about? I mean, we're we're forty five minutes in. I don't know if we need to go. What do you, Carolina, Vegas, Dallas? Who who are you buying? Who are you selling? Carolina, Vegas, Dallas. Uh, considering where they're playing and who they're going to be playing, uh, not Carolina. I mean, Carolina is probably the best team of three, but uh, they're going to have to go against uh, the Devils, God willing, um, or Satan willing. Um, so uh, they're not going to they're not going to fare well there with my Devils. Uh, they'll, they'll be able to beat the Hurricanes uh, most likely. Hopefully. Um, Give me the stars. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm still fading the Knights. Uh, I know they played better against the Jets, but the Jets were absolutely banged up, missing a lot of their best players, and uh, Hellebuck was was terrible down the stretch. And uh, meanwhile, the Stars have the best goalie in the league as of this moment, with Sorokin being knocked out and Olmark playing like ass. Um, yeah, give me the give me these stars here uh, as the best of the three in terms of their chances to do uh, work and get to the final and maybe even win the thing. Uh, Stars just have an elite balance of young guys, veterans. They got the number one D. They got a uh, couple superstars. Well, one superstar in Jason Robertson, and uh, apparently Rupert Hintz is a playoff superstar. <laughs> and uh, the, but like I said, the best goalie in the league right now in Jake Ottinger. So the Stars have everything it takes. I'm not trusting a Laurent Bressois. I'm not trusting an old about Petrangelo to be uh, the same guy he was for the Blues a few years ago. And, uh, yeah, I love Mark Stone, but uh, the rest of the team is deeply flawed. So, yeah, give me the stars. Yeah, pretty much completely agree with that. I mean, they're all 9-1 to one to win the Cup right now. I would definitely bet the stars before I bet bet the other two. Um, they have the elite goalie. I'm sure they have the elite defenseman with Heiskanen. Heiskanen. is the hockey of the podcast. For, for <laughs> and then the elite four with Robertson, even though he hasn't, he hasn't scored too much yet. So, yeah, and they have the the, the young guys. Why Johnson's been a great second-line center for them. Don't oh, what a goal he scored. Sandpaper uh, uh, picked up uh, at the trade deadline. Sagan and Ben still hanging along there. They Dadnoff. Dadnoff, too, is a great deadline pickup. Uh, he's, he's been awesome this series for the last few. Yeah, so once they get Pavelski back, they're going to be able to, to run four lines, and they're one cracking win away from playing Seattle in the second round. And, like, even if the Avs do beat Seattle, the Kraken have shown how to beat them, and they've shown that the Avs are beatable. So I think the Stars definitely have the easiest path right now to, to the top. Um, all right, uh, that'll do it then. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on Apple and Spotify. Give us a five-star rating and review. And you can always follow us on Twitter as well at HockeySGPN. Hit us up there with any questions, comments, concerns you may have. And, of course, get in the Discord, SG.PN slash Discord. Always a good time in there going back and forth. Should be uh, pretty pretty intense for Game 7. I'm not sure if uh, the, the team's fans are going to be in there, but if it is, it's going to be a good time either way. So make sure you get in the Discord, SG.PN slash Discord. Okay, uh, I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Mario. Finally getting fucked up. Let's go. Let's go, uh, fucking uh, Lightning Devils Oilers. Come oh, on. Oh, come on. Go, go Leafs. Go Leafs for for, for, for down. Yeah, actually, Keep. you know what? I, I win more money with the Leafs. So Le- Leafs and six. <laughs> See ya. Thank you.